I'm Kyle Mylan, and after 20 years in manufacturing, nobody knows more than me about industrial marketing and technical sales. I was the problem, the only one stopping me. I didn't like it, I had to refocus. Now I'm devoted, I know where I'm going. Controlling emotions, I'm owning the moment. In order to get it, see, you gotta want it. This type of film make a living break. Today's Monday show, for those of you that are new, are Ask Kyle. You've asked some questions, and I'm here to answer them. The first question today, when it comes to social media for industrial, is TikTok a big deal? I feel like, you know, if you go into it not expecting to close a bunch of business, I feel like that could be a place where you have fun with your social. From an advertising standpoint, I feel like the, the system's still a little bit new to be able to advertise strategically to your audience, kind of like Instagram and Facebook, like it's difficult to really hone in if the if the platforms are new. So with TikTok being newer with the advertising, with that generation jumping on board and consuming the content on it, I feel like look at it strictly from a standpoint of if we're creating content for Instagram Reels, which that's what's important these days, then you can also throw that content over to TikTok. We've got a TikTok channel, or I do, where we post some stuff. Sometimes we post some fun stuff on there that we do here at the office. But I feel like that's more of an entertainment value for the industrial companies, I don't think it's going to be a huge, massive place for you to pay attention to. Now, if you are using LinkedIn appropriately, doing it strategically, and you're also pushing stuff on other social channels, can you add TikTok to that with strategic content where it is in that vertical format? Yes, you can. But if you're going into it like, I wonder if I should pay attention to this. First, I would say cons- look at it from a consumer standpoint. Look for videos and content that's on there that's relative to your business see what people are doing, but hopefully you're already doing the LinkedIn side. If you're not doing the LinkedIn side correctly, then I would say forget about TikTok for now. Focus on getting your LinkedIn company page out there with videos, consistent content, hire an agency like MFG Tribe to do all that for you, create the content, post it, articles, videos, all that stuff. And then you can say, all right, now that that's underway, we want to be able to create some fun stuff over on TikTok, then yes, I feel like you could do that. What's the best way to work a trade show when exhibiting? The best way to work a trade show when exhibiting is to work it. Uh, I mean, the answer is in your question, dude. We're going to be coming out with a whole training platform for trade shows, whether it's from a sales standpoint or marketing on technicalsalesuniversity.com that we'll be rolling out probably in the next 30 to 60 days where I walk through exactly what you should be doing from a marketing standpoint, from a sales standpoint to get the most from it. But the, I mean, I was just in a trade show back at the end of August in Tennessee. It was an industrial trade show. And still to this day, this is the first trade show I had been at in probably, probably two years, two and a half years. Still to this day, people are doing trade shows the way that they've always done it, which is the salespeople, whoever's at the trade show, are sitting down. They're on their phone. They're looking down. They're not engaging with people or out in the aisle. They're just kind of standing there and waiting for people to come up to them. The right way to do it is to be able to engage with people, pull them into your booth, ask some questions as they're walking by. I don't care if there's 200 people at a trade show or 500,000 like what goes to IMTS and the plastic shows and stuff like that. does not matter the quantity. Every single person walking by, ask them a question. Hey, do you guys use any of this? Do you guys are interested in seeing this? Ask every single person. Make a comment to somebody. I like your shirt. I like your hat, whatever it is. They're like, oh, you work for this company. They make the best products. Something like that with every single person that is walking by. You have to engage with them to get them to pause and look at whatever it is that you have in your booth or ask you a question about whatever it is that you do. 
But still to this day, people are sitting there not doing that. I don't know how these people still get sent to these trade shows. The trade show I was at was one of our clients. They had the most active, lively booth in the entire trade show. Everybody was stopping by. They pulled, they, they held back nothing, took all the stops out and said, if we're going to do it, we're going to do it right. And it was a killer show. I think at the end of the day, they ended up getting around 70 to 75 leads from that show, which is amazing and great. But going to it knowing that I don't care if you get 20 leads from a show or 200, the timeline to close those contacts and those leads is going to be weeks and months because they also visited other booths. So the first step is, Make sure that your booth is somewhat neat and tidy. It is showing within a quick glance what it is that you do, your value proposition, who you serve, and then get the people working the trade show out in that aisleway. Talk to every single person coming by. Don't just do the classic. If I'm looking at you in the eyes, don't do the classic. Look down at their badge and then read what is their job title, where they work, and then decide whether or not you want to talk to them. Throw that old way of doing it away and just talk to every single person coming by. Quick comment, quick conversation. Ask them if they're interested. Hopefully you've got enough people where you're not at it alone and you can have multiple conversations going on at the same time. But that is the biggest tip. People still do it the old way. People still suck at it. And they wonder at the end of the day why they don't have any leads is because you, in order to get leads from those shows, you have to work the booth, work the show, get out there and talk to everybody and make sure that you're having valuable conversations. What are some ways to convert MQLs to SQLs? All right, MQLs to SQLs, let's start with the difference, I guess, between the two. So there's two trains of thought here. I have a little bit of a different opinion. Marketing people may be like, dude, you're wrong. I don't really care. This is the way I look at it. MQL is a marketing qualified lead. That means that marketing has determined that this person is qualified based on typically scoring criteria, engagement. They responded. They raised their hand and said, I want more information. Not literally. Their CRM system, HubSpot, or anybody else, you have scoring set up, open an email, click an email, visit a website, do whatever, interact it on, a, on an ad that you have with Google or LinkedIn or whatever. You assign points to them, and then those points add up, and then they become a marketing qualified lead. Now, typically, if you just Google search the difference between the two, an SQL or a sales qualified lead, by the definition of marketing, is marketing has then take a, taken a basic lead, turned it into a marketing qualified lead, then done something with them to turn them into a sales qualified lead. And this, that's the only people that sales people will be talking to. I have a little bit different thought on that because all that's really doing is you're doing different scoring criteria to boost them up, to convert them into an SQL. Or you say, okay, they're an MQL, but then once they do this one thing or these two things, then they are an SQL. Then they're worth the time of our salespeople. I look at it as from the standpoint of once marketing has qualified them, marketing's job is done and then they become an MQL. Then that's when the salespeople take over and they're going to convert them into an SQL because they've had a conversation and said, all right, I've talked to these people. I'm saying that this is a qualified lead. Let's turn them into, now they're labeled as a prospect or they're, they're in the life cycle stage of a sales qualified lead. These people are the ones that I want to follow up with on a regular basis. I can create an opportunity from it, so on and so forth. My viewpoint is a little bit different than what Google will tell you. I like my way better when it comes to industrial because industrial and, and manufacturing companies don't have typically these massive robust systems where they have all this content being created and they don't have the time to wait for an MQL to go through that process to then wait to call them. I look at it as once marketing has qualified it, that's the sales team's job to make the warm call, send a message, LinkedIn connection request, send an email, whatever it is. 
follow up with those people, attack them aggressively to convert them into a sales qualified lead and then move them down the rest of the platform. Was that, does that answer the question, Laura? Okay. Oh, there you go. Be sure to share this with somebody that you know, somebody that you think will get value out of this content. Share it over there. If you want to connect with me on LinkedIn and we're not connected yet, as long as you're not willing, not going to be selling me some shit that I don't need, send it over and we will accept it. And without, with that being said, I'm totally screwing up this outro. With that being said, we will see you on the next one. Well, that's it for this episode. If you got value out of it, please subscribe to this podcast and share it with one person you know. And if you can, leave me a review because it really helps me out. If you want to check out my other content, go over to YouTube. I've got a channel over there as well as find me on LinkedIn, Instagram, and Facebook under my name, Kyle Mylan. I will see you on the next one.